Hi, everyone. I thought that for this podcast episode, I would read you the latest Bryden Farm Live Journal entry, which was written today on Christmas of 2022. And it'll take me just a moment to bring it up. You can find a link to our Bryden Farm Live Journal at brydenfarmlivejournal.com or on our Bryden Farm website, brydenfarm.com. So this has been quite a quiet and somewhat upsetting Christmas at Bryden Farm. Unfortunately, yesterday, December 24th, I had to let Millie go. Millie was one of my favorite salmon dairy goats, and one we knew had been bred and was due the 11th of April, 2023. However, in a herd pecking order, yes, goats have a pecking order or hierarchy as well, and in a pecking order dispute, she had her hip dislocated a few weeks to a month ago. And while I tried, she continued to go downhill. Yesterday, she was completely off her feet. And while I know I was ending her suffering, it was not an easy task. Then, coming home from the barn property where Millie was housed, I went to feed our chickens here at Bryden Farm. And when I opened the coop door, my heart sunk. Then my eyes filled with tears as I began to see the widespread devastation. In that coop, we have about 40 to 45 chickens. I think the night before there were 42 in there. We have about 10 young ones who still insist on overnighting in our smaller brooding hut where they were hatched. I continue to try to get them to use the coop, but the number in the coop ranges between 40 to 45 each night because of this. A mink, I highly suspect, had ravaged the coop overnight on the 23rd. I'm sure those poor birds and the many extra roosters we have must have made lots of noise. Unfortunately, we had high winds that night, and it sounded like a freight train overhead. Any noise those poor chickens may have made was blown away, and neither we nor the dogs, who usually hear everything, heard anything. So, when I opened that coop door, my heart sank, the tears fell, and even now, There's a lump in my throat, laying there, scattered over the floor of the coop, were 21 dead chickens. Of them, nearly all were bitten on the neck or the head, and yet only one was eaten at all, and only the head of that one. You see, a mink or weasel will come in through rat holes, if there are any, through the ground even, 
and they will kill simply for sport. Not killing and eating one or two or a few, but just slaying anything that they can get a hold of. It's sad, devastating, and while there were some of the remaining chickens that weren't showing any signs of distress, there were others, shocked. So, I can't say I'm very merry today. I'm thankful for my salvation and for the Savior whose birth we celebrate today. However, it's a little difficult to swallow losing so many of our friends so needlessly. It's one thing to raise an animal, even one who's a pet, a friend, with the end purpose of becoming meat. It's another thing to have those who we raise for milk and eggs die so needlessly. It's hard. Still, it's farming. A few weeks ago, we had Moe and Curly processed two of our Berkshire pigs. And while they were both named and pets and friends, we knew they had a purpose. And they were raised and handled as humanely as possible. Yet it was easier to handle their passing as it was with a purpose. We fed them, and in turn, they fed us. There are lots of benefits that come from woodland pasture pork, including rendering lard. One of the side products that comes from the processing of pork is the fat. Using that pork fat, we make lard, or rendered lard, as it is called. And it is very rewarding. While you may think it's unhealthy, Alton Brown, host of Iron Chef, may disagree. There's a video and a link on brydenfarm.com under the Bryden Farm Live Journal page. And it explains why... The Iron Chef is in favor of lard. Recently, a few weeks ago, we had Eugene of Magdalisa Boar, who we brought into breed our Berkshire sow, Lara. Lara and Eugene seemed to hit it off rather quickly, and on our website, Brydenfarm.com, you can read the blog post introducing and breeding pigs, which actually has a link to our YouTube channel, and that shows a six or seven part video series that I recorded that day. Um, it is a little graphic, and not for the faint of heart, and for not, perhaps not for the eyes of little ones. <laughs> Moving from pigs to are almost getting a team of ponies. They were beautiful, although I didn't see them in person, and only a photo, which is on our live journal, 
Uh, however, our Ferguson tractor, Ferguson 35 tractor, that we were going to trade for the ponies, cart, and harness, decided not to start when the owner of the ponies come to see it. <laughs> Although we've been able to use the tractor very little up here on the hillside without proper tire chains, and we've had a little more than a difficulty finding chains to fit it, the tractor has worked surprisingly well. That is, until that morning. Though we were going to trade it for the ponies, I think the tractor likes the quiet it has here. After looking after our female goats, Papa Goat has moved to another herd. I'm glad to find him a home. We've kept his son, little Joe, and our Nigerian dwarf, uh, Buckling Romeo, who was born here in July. The other animal who I should mention is Jack, who was born here in the, not born here, born in the summer. And we got him along with Elvis and another young, who is another young Berkshire boar, and Babe, a young Berkshire gilt. That's what they call unbred female pigs before they're bred. Unfortunately, at this point, we have three boars, Eugene, Jack, and Elvis. And we had to get Eugene, as Jack and Elvis were still too young and not big enough to do the job for Lara. However, keeping three boars is just asking for trouble. And we only have two, especially when we only have two females. So at least one, Jack, has to go. His days here are numbered. And I'm willing to give someone a goodbye if they'd like to give Jack a good home. However, there's only a few days left. So, if you or someone you know is in need of a young male boar Berkshire pig, please call me, 902-907-0770. And actually, all of our pigs, I said they were out in the snow, and have a picture of that on our live journal as well, but actually all of our pigs are inside as I write this, or record this, and... They, although they do seem to like a little snow, when the temperatures drop, we move them into a section of the barn. Now, our cats and dogs, they get a little more comfort, like Lassie and Pete, who are pictured here in the live journal. And if you know us, you know, we really do make all of our critters as comfortable as possible for as long as possible. And having the barn and a number of outhouses helps me in the house. We have oil, electric, and of course, our main source of heat, our kitchen wood stove, which does remind me 
to remind you to clean your stove and chimney. And that's the end of the live journal entry, which you can find, again, at brydenfarm.com with a link to a page where you can see our live journal with all the pictures and detailed information. And of course, if you have questions about the live journal or Bryden Farm or our Bryden Farm website at brydenfarm.com, you're free to give me a call, 902-907-0770. Recently, we were asked to join the Wisdom App community. It's an app for podcasters and listeners, and you can find us at wisdom.app forward slash Bryden Farm.